Thank you for hitting the download and subscribe button on iTunes and Google Play. This is Steven Jensen. You're listening to the Fight Talk Podcast. Today's episode, I have the ring announcer for Dojo Pro, my man Dominic, stopping by the Fight Talk Podcast to talk about the show, talk about what it was like being a ring announcer for such a cool thing. You can find Dojo Pro on Amazon Prime. You can find it on dojopro.co. And it's now available on Fight TV, actually, as of the time of uh, this introductory recording. So... Make sure to check it out if you haven't already. Me and Dominic are going to talk about, like I said, the things that I just mentioned, as well as, you know, really his experience with his first involvement in the world of pro wrestling. So this is a really cool perspective that we have here from somebody who just got his start in the business and, you know, you get to hear what it was like. Before we get started, make sure to check out our friends over at Williamson Brothers Barbecue. Williamson Brothers Barbecue has the best sauce in the world. You can find it at walmart.com. Just search Williamson Bros in the search tab. You can find them three physical locations in the, in the Atlanta, Georgia area. You can find it in uh, Whole Foods, Kroger, Publix, all over the place. But when I mention Whole Foods, does that ring a bell a little bit? You know what that means? Gluten-free, all-natural ingredients. So not only is it delicious, it's healthy. I've been eating this stuff for years. I'm so happy to be involved with our friends over there at Williamson Brothers and I can't stress it enough, their products are amazing. Not just the sauce, if you go to their locations, the meats are amazing. They have spices and rubs available. Stuff is so good, and once again, all natural and gluten-free. It's delicious. And on top of that, Williamson Bros is run by really nice people, so that never hurts either, right? So once again, check them out. Walmart.com, search Williamson Bros, and get yourself some of the best sauce in the world. With that all being said, kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Fight Talk Podcast with me and my man Dominic talking Dojo Pro. Dominic, so thank you for coming on the podcast, man. I appreciate it. I'm really glad that we can actually talk about this show now because... This happened back at the, it was like the last week of March, Dojo Pro tapings here in Nashville, Tennessee. Anyone who's hearing this now already knows that it's live, it's available. Go to Amazon Prime, check out Dojo Pro, also uh, dojopro.co, you can check it out there too. Dominic is the ring announcer for Dojo Pro, so if you're familiar with the show, you're definitely familiar with Dominic. Dominic, how you been, bro? Dude, it's, uh, I've been good, man. Uh, it's been a long time, man. I know, a long time, like, it sucked because, like, I wanted to talk about it so much, especially because basically the tapings were, once again, here in Nashville, and then, like, the next week I was in New Orleans for WrestleMania. and yeah, like WrestleMania. It, it was literally the week after, it was crazy. Right, so, like, it was, it was almost impossible not to say something to somebody about it, because, like, you're surrounded by wrestling fans, everyone's asking, like, what's going on, what you went up to, like podcast this, you know, wrestling show that, Joe Janela spring break, like, what are you doing, what's going on, and then it's like, I want so badly to be like, well, last week I actually went to this thing that's going to be pretty fucking amazing, that you guys are all going to be able to watch uh, at some point, but I can't talk about it, and you know how hard it is to say something like that, and have people just constantly nag you and go, what's that thing you were talking about, well, this is it. Oh my god, it was the worst, um, cause like, I- for me, this was, like, my first ever, like, in-the-business kind of deal. Uh, so whenever I'd post it on, like, Facebook or Twitter, I'd be like, you know, in two weeks, something cool is about to happen. And then, like, one week till, 
everyone would be like, what's up? What, what is this? What are you talking about? And most of my friends, unfortunately, aren't huge wrestling fans. So it was, it was kind of easy not to tell them that I was like, yeah, well, I'm the ring announcer for this awesome Amazon Prime, you know, Dojo Pro Wrestling. Uh, I would just be like, you know, it's something big. You, yeah, you're going to be really surprised about it. And, you know, I've actually gotten some people to be really hooked on the show um, to check out, you know, more wrestling, which is actually really cool. Uh, it's It seems like uh, wrestling is such a, a niche kind of thing where it's for some people, they got to look past, like, because re- wrestling can be ridiculous at some points and they gotta look past that to see like that beauty in it and once they do it's just like you get it you understand it so yeah it was kind of hard not like to talk about this at all yeah man and you hit the nail on the head like mentioning you know it is it is a niche thing but at the same time the way that they shot dojo pro is so unique like uh for those of you who haven't heard it yet check out a podcast that's available that I did with Logan Seculo and Dylan Spears, two of the guys who are the some of the masterminds behind Dojo Pro. And they, they will talk about, as well as I'm sure me and Dominic will too, about how even if you're not a wrestling fan, it's digestible to watch because everyone's familiar with like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat and like tournament-style fighters and that kind of stuff. And that is really how I see Dojo Pro, is like a ladder-style Street Fighter tournament where there's this prize at the end of it, but the first person, you know, for those of you who aren't familiar, we're not going to spoil, like, you know, what happens, but essentially, I mean, the first person in the ladder of 13 people could be the last man standing, I mean, or it could be the person who comes in in the middle, it could be the last person available, like, you don't know who's going to win this thing. Oh, yeah, and, like, the thing is, like, it, it's basically one long gauntlet match, but it's, like, it's in such a good way where it's like they give backgrounds on each of the wrestlers. They go in depth. It's like an interview basis. It seems like a big fight feel every time the match is about to happen. And it is easily digestible. You see uh, these these characters and these wrestlers from all different lives, like Carrie Awful and Kevin Koo and Wheeler Yuta and freaking Joey Janela. And all these different, like, cast of characters, which is easy to understand. And they do it in such a professional way where it's like, oh, my gosh. You know, if you go to the bingo halls or if you go to, you know, the uh, National Fairgrounds, you don't get to see this type of, like, this in-depth kind of person. You don't see it. And that's what was so cool about Dojo Pro. It's literally just, like, every fight is big fight feel. Anyone can win the tournament anyone can survive and be the last man standing and that's what was really cool about it yeah man and as far as your involvement and you want to talk about professionalism and you know kind of like the the finished product here we definitely got to talk about you too man because you know when when i watch you know i'm a big mma guy whenever i watch the ufc events a big part of it is hearing bruce buffer before the fights hyping the guys up and i mean he hypes them up to the point where a lot of the times the fighters will like give him knocks or, you know, they'll like high five him or something, you know, like they're like, they're getting hyped right there. And I think it's a really big job for the ring announcer to prepare you for what you're about to watch. And I think you did a really good job uh, doing that, man. And it's something where 
you know, you had told me when we were at these tapings, we talked a little bit, and you had told me that you were new to this. You know, how how did this even get started? Like, how did you get the foot in the door to uh, be a part of Dojo Pro to begin with? Uh, it's actually kind of a funny story. So I'm part of this, like, a private Facebook wrestling group that I don't want to ever, like, give out the name. Sure, sure. Wanna, but, uh, yeah, Logan was on there, and he's like, hey, I'm making a television show uh, for pro wrestling here in Brentwood, Tennessee, and I need some people. And I, the thing is, I joined the Facebook group when I was in Florida, and I moved back to Nashville. And then I was just like, holy crap, I live there. I, I need to be a part of this. I messaged him, I'm like, hey, what do you need? I'll do anything, literally. And he was like, well, we need, you know, sound guys. We need this and that. We need a ring announcer. And I was like, well, I can send you a video of me ring announcing and, uh, you know, give it a shot. And he's like, sure. I do it. And Logan was like, whoa, that was, blew his mind. That it, and I was like, I've never done this before. But, like, you know, I'm. When you love something so much, you're just like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> like, of course I can ring announce. That isn't that hard. But like, oh man. And then Logan loved it. And then he and Dylan asked me to come check it out. Like months before the final product was up. Like before the ring was up and everything. Like this is where we're going to shoot. And I was just like blown away by their detail. And, you know, I told them about how I got to wrestling. And, you know, they were just like, you know, this guy, this guy checks out, this guy's good hang, let's have him, and honestly, it's, it's so, it's crazy how, like, this kind of fell on my lap, all I had to do was, like, kind of ask, but it was also, like, a sign, just, like, go for it, this is, like, your one way into the business, and, you know, preparing for it was weird, because I was just, like, I would, me- I, Logan, probably, Logan, is probably annoyed by me by how many times I message him just about Dojo Pro in general. Even since like I've done, I've messaged him like probably like 20 times this week about like certain questions about everything. Maybe just like just go with the flow and everything. And I'm one of those guys just like study. So I I would study uh, Howard Finkel. I studied uh, I said Justin Roberts. Uh, I forget the name of the current SmackDown Live. Uh, ring announcer, but I really studied him a lot, and you know, before we know it, it was like a week before, hey, let's go Reliance, and he loved it, uh, and, you know, I I just can't thank Dylan and Logan enough for giving me the opportunity. It's been crazy unreal. Dude, that's wild. So, obviously you were a big fan of wrestling prior to this. Was there any other like I don't know how to word this question, like, because ring announcing sounds like it sounds like you were just down for whatever. Like, if there was an open slot, you were you were ready to try, and ring announcing happened to be that thing. Did you ever like envision yourself getting into wrestling, doing something different, or did you ever uh, like now that you're involved the way that you are, indoors may open because I mean, the show's going to have a lot of exposure with with the outlets that it has. Like, is there other things you want to try to involve yourself in with wrestling, or do you see bringing out and kind of being, like, your thing going forward? See, that's an interesting thing, because when I first messaged him, I was just like, I'd love to be a part of anything. I even put bringing announcing as some, a possibility. I was like, I'd love to be a commentator, or I'd love to be a host, or I'd love to be the ring announcer. That'd be amazing. And he was like, well, we do need a ring announcer. So, um, for me, not... You know, because I'm a 
I'm one of those adventurous guys. I like to think a lot, like how to make something better. I feel like I would be great as a manager, not not to toot my own horn or anything, but like, you know, sometimes there's like a wrestler that you, just screams, this guy needs like a charismatic mouthpiece or like someone to back him up, someone to hype him up. And I feel like I'm one of those guys uh, to do that because, man, like I, I, I charm the heck out of people is what I'm told. I can't really verify that pretty well, but um, like just... I feel like being a manager would just be so much fun. Uh, you get to kind of be involved in the ring where, you know, and it just, that always excited me. Like, just the possibility of, like, managing some big name, like me being a Paul Heyman type, and just like, this is the guy that's going to kick your ass. Like, there's no way you're going to win. And just, like, smack talk for the guy and let his talk talk in the ring. Um... For now, yeah, I think ring announcing is what I'm going to do. Uh, I've been trying to get it out there, but now that the product's finally out, probably more people are going to be like, well, this, guy, this guy's got some chops. Uh, let's give him a shot. Uh, I am uh, moving back down to Orlando for a few months, and uh, I, I have some connections, and hopefully I can uh, get some small work on the side while I'm trying to make a living down there. Interesting. Speaking of, uh, you know, if you ever wanted to become a manager, is there anybody in particular that you've seen, maybe not like WWE level, like more maybe, you know, Dojo Pro independent level uh, talents that you've seen like maybe through Dojo Pro or anywhere else? Or are you still kind of getting familiar? Because I know you had told me as well, like you want to get more and more involved in like the indie pro wrestling scene. So like, have you seen, have you seen anyone that you kind of like catches your eye as like, not necessarily that they're not good on the microphone or anything like that, but someone you'd like to kind of attach yourself to. Oh, man. As soon as I met MJF at the TV, <laughs> oh, my God. I was yeah. just like, I, like, the thing is, he doesn't even need it. I just like, what, if, and you'll, and everyone that's listening will watch, that watch the show, they'll, they'll probably see the moment where I'm probably just like, oh, my God. Uh, and MJF, uh, he does this moment with me in it, like, when I'm announcing him, and literally, I was just like, holy crap, just like, this is happening, (laughs) a fun moment with, like, this rich Jewish douchebag, um, and, yeah, I'd love, uh, MJF would probably be one, you know, I know, like, Jeff Cobb, too, like, he's so... Like, and he doesn't even need it. All these guys that I'd love to assign myself with, they don't need me. But for some reason, I feel like I could just bring it to a whole new level. Um, like, who else? Uh, man, uh, I would love, like, even if I didn't get a talking part, if I could manage the local hero, Joe Hendry, uh, that would that would make my dream come true. I met Joe Hendry in Orlando during a uh, WCPW uh, state of emergency, and like he just sold me. He's he he's gonna do amazing things. I know he's on Impact right now. Like he just got signed. But Joe Hendry, watch out for him, guys. Because man, he he might be one of the most entertaining wrestlers I think I've ever seen. You know what? What's funny because you actually you were talking about your moment with MJF, and I have Dojo Pro up, so I switched to that spot right now. I'm actually watching it right now, 
And for those of you who will hear this, yeah, very fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally, I'm literally watching what you, what you were just talking about as we're speaking. So that's too funny. Yeah, it's one of those weird moments where like, you don't really think about like, cause in ring announcing, you don't really think about like them, like interacting with you doing it. I mean, the other thing that made me laugh was when, uh, Ricky Stark smoked daddy. He did like his little dance moves behind me and I'm just like looking like, all right, good moves. But he was just like, <laughs> like, uh, I don't, I want to go with a play by play, but literally he just like MJF whispers in my ear, tell the crowd to shut the hell up, then pats my head and rubs my head like I'm like, like younger than him when actually I'm like two years older than the guy, <laughs> and it's it's just like, and he puts a scarf around me, I'm just like, well if this is happening, this is actually really hilarious, like, and he's, oh man. MJF, he's and I'm so glad he's gonna be an all in now because he like and I didn't even know MJF until then, but when I met the guy, he's so committed to it. I watch him on uh Wrestle Circus and I look up YouTube videos on him. He's so committed to the character. It seems like such and like a 1980s kind of feel where he's like, I'm richer than you. I don't give a fuck who you are. You are going to worship me because I can literally buy you out. He's, God, he is so good. And like, thank God he's going to be on All In to like showcase it on a whole new level. Dude, I can't agree more. Like, I was really, I was really, really happy to see him at the All In card. But on top of that, what's even more exciting is the fact he's like 22 years old. Like he's he hasn't even touched the tip of the ice, whatever you want to call it, the top of the mountain, yeah. whatever. Like he's so he's so not even he's so not even close to his prime, I guess is what I'm trying to say. He's already this good. Like he's a guy that just he has such a bright future, and he's somebody that has performed for the uh, Southern Underground Pro shows here in Nashville. I think he's only done one so far, but he's yeah. he's like the anti. Like that crowd, like is the you know they're the opposite of MJF. Like oh, he's sure. he's perfect for those type of crowds. So I've been uh, secretly kind of like hoping that MJF wins the Bone Storm Championship, their their world title at oh, Southern yeah. Underground at some point because I think he do he just do such great things with it. But I think he's a guy that we're gonna see pop up in NXT before we even realize it. Like oh, he's just gonna shoot right up the ladder. I feel like. Like I remember like when I first started to get into wrestling and learning about, like, certain wrestlers that started at such a young age, got on TV. Like, Jeff Hardy was, like, 16 when he was on WWE TV, or uh, Tyson Kidd was really young. Like, now you got guys like freaking Tyler Bate, Noam Dar, like, all these young people just, like, absolutely killing it. Like, uh, Leo Rush, oh my god, and they're just yeah, like, Velveteen I, Dream. I, I know, it's just like, I'm, I'm like, I'm 24, what am I doing with my life? I'm just like, <laughs> they're like, killing the game, and they're literally the future, and they're already at the, like, starting to get at the highest level possible. And like, literally, I, I could see MJF on NXT this January, and wouldn't be surprised, he's, he's the future of wrestling in a way that I couldn't even imagine. Is there anybody else that you saw during the dojo approach? I mean, obviously, we liked all the talent that was there. 
but is there anyone else kind of obviously you're really high on MJF that's kind of um, you know kind of caught your eye like he did and I do also want to shout out before you answer that question that I've been hearing a lot of people uh, discovered Kerry Awful during this thing and I'm really happy for him because he's a guy I've been watching for years locally and I'm starting to see people like that aren't you know they're on the other side of the country that are tweeting about whoa carry awful this guy's awesome like who is this guy so it's like it's cool to see the exposure these guys are getting that i've been watching so you know shout out to a guy like carry awful or a guy like gunner miller same situation oh, i mean yeah. so but miller's freaking monster and what well, was even better like i again what was funny is i only knew like about three wrestlers coming into this and uh, when I learned about Gunnar Miller, I was like, dude, this guy's a beast. He's great in the ring. And then what they do in the show, they highlight his past accomplishments. He's like, it just seems like, oh, my God, he was born to do this. And that's what Dojo Pro does. And uh, it's funny that you mentioned uh, Carrie Offal. I thought Carrie Offal was – I've gotten comments about Carrie Offal being like, man, he's like the next mankind. But this like Kerry Offal's just like he's funny yet terrifying yet like sympathetic and like he's he could be the next Mick Foley you know coming up and he's got really good chops in the ring like he can move and like I remember the first time I saw him I was like yeah he's good and then like you watch it on screen it's just like man he's hard hitting he's unforgiving he's actually pretty good like it's surprising um now, for shout-outs, um, man, uh, Wheeler Yuta, man, he, like, well, I thought he was good when I first watched him. Again, sometimes you gotta watch it on TV to fully, like, get it, you know what I mean? It's like when you go to a live show and you see something cool, but then when you see it on screen, it's just like, holy crap, he did it like that, like, that was that cool? For sure, like, for sure. Wheeler Yuta's one of those guys, he's just so... Like, and he's so, he is perfect baby face. Like, he tries his damnedest. He does everything he can. He's great at, like, submission moves, high flying, technical wrestling. He reminds me a bit of, like, a mix between uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and, like, Jeff Hardy in a way, where he's, like, he'll do anything possible to, like, get the win. I don't want to, like, I'm not going to spoil anything, but if there was a match of the entire show, it's Wheeler Yuta versus Bad Boy Joey Janela. That match was, oh, if if that doesn't get people hooked into the show even more moving on, I don't know what it is, because that was a barn burner of a match. I don't know if you were there at that match, but my God, that was, that was some of the best pro wrestling I've ever seen. Oh yeah, man! I was there for all three days of the tapings. Trust me, I didn't. I didn't miss one minute of that action here in Nashville, Tennessee. So uh, yeah, man, that was that was a great match. It's always good to see Joey Janela. He's another guy. So last year was the first time I'd ever seen Joey Janela live, almost exactly a year ago. And this is I immediately was like, this guy embodies independent pro wrestling. This guy is, for lack of a better word. He, this guy is a god of independent wrestling. This, this is what this guy did the weekend I saw him live. In Chattanooga, Tennessee, he wrestled at the SCI tournament. This is on a Friday night. 
So Friday night, he wrestles in Chattanooga, Tennessee at the SEI tournament, has a match against Darby Allen that completely steals the show. One of the best matches I've seen in my life live. Amazing. The next night, he is at CZW, which I believe was taping. It was definitely up north. I can't remember what state they were in, like New Jersey or something. He's up there doing CZW in the match where uh, Leo Rush hits him with the uh, the pile driver off the top of the ladder. Like, so, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that that's oh. yeah, that's that next night. So that's the Saturday night. Does that. So that's Sunday. The next night, he's back in Nashville, Tennessee, and I see him live there at Southern Underground Pro, and he goes viral when him and Kurt Stallion do, like, this singing, uh, this, it's, it's, it's hard to, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's really hard to explain, but there's, like, this rap-off, basically, that wound up going viral, plus he has the match of the night at Southern Underground also, and that was in three days, three, you know, Chattanooga, Tennessee, New Jersey, wherever the, wherever CZW was at the next day, and then Nashville stole the show all three days and went viral twice in that three day span. Like, I was like, you got to be kidding me! This guy's an animal. So ever since I've seen that three day span, dude, like anything Joey Janela does, I'm down. Oh man! And he was one of those guys I heard about. This is like, it's so weird seeing them up close. Uh, just any kind of wrestler up close. Especially him, and he's he again. I think he's right up there with Joey Jan- uh With I mean, with MJF in terms of character, they're they're two of the best in the independence right now. Um, and Joey, he's one of those comedic villains where it's just like, and the whole time he's just like, I'm not stuck, man. I'm bad boy Joey Janela. I can do whatever I want. And like ever since then, I was just like, my God, he just does what he wants he's crazy and i and like i saw some of the highlights from the joey janela uh party or yeah spring break yeah 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 joey janela spring break my god the guy uh it's (laughs) it's crazy and the way you like when you're telling me like you went from chattanooga all the way to new jersey back to nashville like it's funny how it's crazy how much independent wrestlers have to travel in order to make the kind of money they do. And yes, like I hear a lot about oh the WWE schedule is pretty rough. Like I, like nowadays it's like almost exactly the same. And I commend like basically the indies now since it's probably the best that independent wrestling has ever been is right now, and it's in demand wrestling's kind of back more than ever like if you're in the indies and you want to get to you know the top of the top like they'll make their schedules almost exactly like the top of the top schedules and it, it you gotta commend them because they like they break their back they, they go through so much like joe janelle is crazy i remember seeing that viral video where he was literally on top of the building they go through that table um I was just like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, he almost ripped his entire thumb off on that. Yeah, it was that was brutal. You're talking about when he took that jump off the top and they uh they went through the into the back of the uh the truck the uh the bed of the truck, went through all that shit. Yeah, man. It's so rough, dude. And like they literally it's they're so committed to it and they just like walk it off. Like every time they finish the match at Dojo Pro, they're just like, you know, 
they're just all casual about it. like yeah it's a great match like just like holy crap like how <laughs> can you be this i i would probably need a bucket I, i'd need to be in a tub of ice for like three days and i just when i first met joey it was in the locker room and he was just talking about how like his fucking gym bag was like shit like and i could smell all the way over there and like oh he's just a funny guy <laughs> and like, dude joey like, I don't know when he's going to get up there, but, like, he's probably the king of the independence right now. If we're talking about pure independence, nothing to do with Ring of Honor or New Japan Pro Wrestling or any of those, or Impact, that is. Joey Janela is probably the top-tier talent on the independence, and, like, more power to him. He's, he's a great wrestler, and he showed a lot at Dojo Pro. And he had, I think he had the most matches on the show. Um, I think you're right. He was definitely a show stealer. And also, um, to the listeners out there, there was one moment where Joey Janela absolutely steals the entire, the entire show, the entire series with one promo. It feels like it lasts an eternity. I, I was just like, oh my god, this is the moment. It was the most hilarious, yet most menacing. It was like perfect. Uh, you probably know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Uh, it was the best, one of the best promos I've ever heard. <laughs> and it was just great. Uh, definitely look out for Joey Janela on Dojo Pro. He is one of the standouts, and his story going into the show is I think is perfect for his character proving everyone wrong he ah he's so good it's crazy yeah I couldn't agree more man like Dojo Pro it was such a great experience dude like I'm glad I was able to have you on to talk a little bit about it is there anything else going on with you man like or anything else you want to talk about Dojo Pro wise that you want to throw on the podcast like any other thoughts or, or kind of what it was like being backstage or Anything about uh, just kind of the general atmosphere or anything that, or anything that you're going to be doing next? Like any more shows you want to either work on or uh, attend? Um, so right now, uh, what I'm trying to do is I'm still preparing for that move. That move is to uh, Orlando. I'll leave uh, in two weeks. And, you know, from there, I'm just going to be putting my name out there. Uh, some of the guys from Dojo Pro who actually know people down in Florida, they they said they're going to put in good work for me. I hope they continue to do that. Um, and I'm going to try to get work down there uh, because, you know, I feel like Orlando has now become one of the, like, main capitals of pro wrestling, if we think about it. Uh, you know, like how there's, like, if, for the music industry, it's like Nashville, New York, and LA for pro wrestling, it's like Orlando and LA are the main two cities in order to get it like big in the independence. And that's where I'm trying to go. Um, backstage was actually pretty fun. Um, again, it's so weird, especially if it's like your first time. Like sometimes you don't see them as just like regular dudes in the back, and then you get to meet them, and they're just like, they're solid people. Um, I thought uh, Brandon Cutler, he is such a cool dude, such a nice guy, especially knowing his background, being trained by the Young Bucks, and just, he's a 
wholesome, sweet guy that when we grabbed dinner, he, he was just just learning about how he got back into wrestling and just like how his wife supports him and how he's just like, you know, I did, you know, I took away from a while. I wasn't wrestling, but you know, you get that itch. You see how the young bucks are doing and he's just like, I want to get back in there. And he, it looked like he didn't even miss a step. It was great. And, uh, like he's a solid dude. Um, Aaron Solo was a class act in the back. Uh, you know, he's he's such a nice guy, such a cool down to earth guy. Uh, not afraid to talk to you. Like he's very humble, and yet you see him in the ring, and he seems like he's larger than life. He seems like one of those guys. that's like, you know, should I even talk to him? He's like that cool. He's one of those guys, and you know, just for him to like acknowledge me and be like, you know, this is like I like how uh, you did this, and it was just like it. It really means a lot. Um. If we're talking about compliments towards me, uh, Jeff Cobb gave me the compliment of saying, wow, you made me sound slimming, (laughs) (laughs) which was kind of funny because he's such a massive dude. I was just like, oh, dude, no worries. And we just like, he's, he's, oh man, it's amazing. I I always like say, oh man, these, these are the cream of the crop. And like some of them, like some of the talents on Dojo Pro, they don't seem like cream of the crop, but then you watch them wrestle, and you're like, oh my gosh, when when can I see them on a bigger stage? I want I want to see them in Ring of Honor. I want to see them in NXT. I want to see them on New Japan Pro Wrestling. These guys have it, and, and like some of them, they're not known, but thanks to this show, man, like just like you said, Kerry Offal's getting way more attention than he's probably ever gotten in his life. Not to discredit his work ethic or anything, but like sometimes. What, and I, I posted this today on my Instagram, uh, at Dominic Molnar, shameless plug, um, about how, like, you know, hard work doesn't come, you know, easy, or, like, dreams don't come that easy. You got to work for it. Sometimes it just falls on your lap. Sometimes, you know, they see your hard work, and it pays off. And for, like, for Logan and Dylan to give some of these wrestlers that are more local to, like, the Nashville, Tennessee area was huge for them. It was absolutely the best possible place for them to start and grow more of a fan base. And it's it's amazing. Just all these guys are really talented, and you'll probably love all of them if you watch them. There's a lot of heart put into this product, and I'm just very blessed to have been a part of this project, no matter what. Oh, also... Uh, any of the listeners on here want to be a part of the upcoming Dojo Pro season that might be happening. We have a recruitment site, so go to dojopro.co slash recruitment, fill it out, send it in. You'll have, you'll have to put in some links for video stuff. You can do it as a wrestler, as a referee, as an on-screen personality, any of those. Go on dojopro.co slash in order to maybe be like me and live a, a dream. That's a huge possibility. Uh, we've gotten such a great response from, you know, their initial release that, you know, there are talks, and I, I don't want to, like, say this is happening. There are talks of a season two, and that's why we have that recruitment up. And I'm actually really excited to see what comes of it. I'm really excited to be a part of it. You know, it's just been such a blessing. And 
man, Logan and Dylan, I just got to thank them so much. They're such creative minds. If you want to meet Dylan, Dylan Spears, he's actually going to be an all-in at StarCast uh, for his uh, music. Yeah. With uh, <laughs> Papa Buck. Right, you know? that's crazy. Such a small world. Oh, man. And if anyone on this podcast wants to live a wrestling dream and wants to get their name out there, go to dojopro.co slash recruitment. Be like me and try to make your dream come true. Well, I can't say it any better than that. Dominic, thanks for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. It was good meeting you at that uh, at that taping for Dojo Pro. And uh, definitely stay in touch, man. I know you've hit me up a few times about some local shows and stuff, so uh, definitely keep hitting me up. If you're ever, you know, back up here, I know you'll be, you know, down in Florida, but if you're ever back up here, give me a, give me a shout, brother. Likewise, brother. All right. Thank you to Dominic once again for dropping by on the show, and thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podomatic, anywhere that you can where it lets you subscribe, follow, like, all that good stuff. Please help me out, and please make sure to download the episodes and leave a review and a rating. A five-star rating and a review goes a long way. It helps the podcast out a lot. I know I say it all the time, but it is the truth. Also, make sure to check out my Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash fighttalk underscore. I've been playing games on there. I've been talking MMA, pro wrestling, a lot of fun stuff going on on Twitch. So make sure to check that out once again at twitch.tv slash fighttalk underscore. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at fighttalk underscore, F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. My Facebook group is Fight Talk Podcast. My merchandise is available at whatamaneuver.net. That is whatamaneuver.net. Got t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, anything you can think of. Multiple designs, bunch of different colors. Make sure to check that out and help support the Fight Talk Podcast. Speaking of supporting the Fight Talk Podcast, I'm going to talk about the people that helped support me in this show, and we're going to get on out of here. First, I want to tell you about my friends over at Williamson Brothers Barbecue. Williamson Brothers Barbecue has the best sauce in the world. I say it over and over and over, and I really mean it. It's my favorite barbecue sauce out there. I don't even just use it for barbecue sauce. Uh, I use it for, I mean, it is barbecue sauce, but I don't just use it on barbecue, I guess is what I mean. Uh, I use it as, you know, a replacement for ketchup sometimes, you know, different condiment. I use it for a whole bunch of different stuff, and it's delicious. Gluten-free, all natural, and it's really easy to find. Just jump on walmart.com, go in the search tab, type in Williamson Bros. Boom, get yourself some sauce. I guarantee you that you won't regret it. Also, you can jump on their website, williamsonbros.com. You can jump in a Walmart, uh, you know, Kroger, Publix. They're in a whole bunch of different places. They're in Whole Foods, which, of course, speaks to their natural ingredients. So make sure to check it out and support our friends over at Williamson Brothers Barbecue. Their stuff is delicious, and the people who work over there are really, really nice people. I think that goes a long way. As somebody who worked in the service industry for so long, nice people go a long way with me. And they also have three physical locations in the Atlanta, Georgia area. So make sure to check them out if you're around that town. Also, I want to give a shout out to our friends at WrestleRumble.com. WrestleRumble.com is the place to be for fantasy pick'em contests for professional wrestling. There's always a ton of cash and prizes on the line. You never want to miss out on any of the big shows. So jump on WrestleRumble.com. Make sure to follow WrestleRumble on Twitter at WrestleRumble to stay up to date with all of their contests. And make sure, I mean, you can win cash and prizes for knowing about pro wrestling and sitting on your couch. That's enough of a sales pitch as far as I'm concerned. I won an NXT Replica Championship belt for NXT TakeOver New Orleans just a few months ago back in April. I was there live at the show and wound up leaving uh, New Orleans, well, 
it was yeah they they shipped it to my my place here in Nashville Tennessee but when I got from New Orleans back home to Nashville that belt was waiting for me it came right away and I have it displayed on my Twitch channel all the time so I I'm living proof these contests are for real the prizes are real and the contests are fun it makes you really enjoy the WWE shows even if you're like me and you know you get down on the product a lot and sometimes you just don't know why you're even watching it anymore Something like WrestleRumble.com really motivates you because you will watch every little piece of these shows because cash and prizes are on the line at every turn. So once again, WrestleRumble.com and Twitter at WrestleRumble. Also, shout out to my brother, Brian Jensen. Brian Jensen is a boxing coach. He's a corner man. He can help you lose weight, get in better shape, learn how to throw hands. Just reach your personal goals. He'll be able to help you out, I promise you. Just jump on Instagram and give him a follow at Atlanta Boxing Coach. That's all spelled out as one word, at Atlanta Boxing Coach. That's the best way to get in touch with Brian. If you live in the Atlanta, Georgia area, he can help you out there or nearby. But if you're not nearby, he can help you remotely. So hit him up on Instagram once again, at Atlanta Boxing Coach, and get a knockout workout without getting knocked out. Hit up Brian Jensen. And last but never least, shout out to our friends at Heroes and Legends. Heroes and Legends is a pro wrestling collectible and memorabilia company that specializes in action figures, Vintage magazines and programs, DVDs, autographed memorabilia, and other unique pro wrestling memorabilia. Make sure to check them out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at HL Pro Wrestling. And they are, once again, nice people who have great products and they do fair business. What more can you ask for? Heroes and Legends is the place to be for your collectibles, your wrestling stuff. I mean, whatever you can think of. Action figures, they've got it all. Hit them up and they'll make you a good deal. Just tell them that you got sent there by the Fight Talk podcast. That's going to do it, guys. I appreciate you guys hanging out, listening to this episode. I don't know when I'll be back next, but you'll be hearing from me super, super soon. I have two awesome podcasts lined up that may even be recorded by the time you hear this. Uh, One involving the Scenic City Invitational Tournament coming up, and the other involving uh, a wrestler who is kind of all over the place right now, but I'll be seeing him next live here in Nashville, Tennessee at Southern Underground Pro. So definitely keep your eyes and ears peeled for the upcoming episodes here on the Fight Talk podcast. But until then, I'll be back soon.